cabrita siembra y brote unas semillas que sean de amor, de creatividad y de familia con raíces profundas que levantan el mundo como el sol de un nuevo día That was Rico Pavón with Imagínate, and this is Aurora Levens Morales with Letters from Earth. When the Loma Prieta earthquake of 1989 struck, I was walking in the Oakland Hills. And after the earth moved under my feet and all the car alarms went off, I returned to my car and turned on the radio, and all I heard was static. It didn't last very long, that radio silence, but imagine if it had. When I need information, inspiration, context, and analysis, I turn to Pacifica Radio. I read Portside, a digest of news and analysis for people on the left, scan Latin American left media, indigenous news websites, and the eco-socialist website Climate and Capitalism. I travel well-known paths seeking the accurate story, the nuanced explanation. As U.S. residents with Internet access, we take for granted this ability to seek out information from the comfort of our desks or kitchen tables or local cafes. But what if we couldn't? In June of 2009, I was in Havana, receiving medical care for a stroke. On the morning of the 28th, we learned that the Honduran military had forced President Zelaya onto a plane in the middle of the night and sent him into exile in Costa Rica in his pajamas. All day we received live coverage on Cuban television and on the Venezuelan-based Telesur network, whose courageous reporters continued to do their job in spite of threats, detentions, assaults, and expulsions. But inside Honduras, the military had shut down all TV networks, radio stations, and newspaper websites that might air even a whisper of opposition to the coup. The few stations still operating played popular music, soap operas, and cooking shows. It was a chilling reminder of the 1973 military coup in Chile when television stations played cartoons all day while people were being beaten and shot in the national stadium. In response to the golpista media blackout, Radio Havana boosted its signal toward Honduras, and people called in on their cell phones to tell other Hondurans what was happening across the country. Nine years later, Honduras remains a risky place to be a journalist and one of the most dangerous places in the world to work for environmental justice, as foreign corporations escalate the extraction of resources, often from indigenous lands, and count on paramilitary death squads to crush dissent. Berta Cáceres, a beloved and respected leader of indigenous resistance fighting for the rivers of her people, was murdered in her own home just over a year ago and many others who worked with her have been killed since. These are people at the heart of the fight for the deep shift that needs to happen in human societies if we are to survive. Human jewels talking about peace and river water, sovereignty, and the voices of trees. Without the independent media I rely on, I would never have known they existed. I recently read on Portside about a project well on its way by right-wing billionaires to rewrite the Constitution. High on their wish list is eliminating all labor and environmental protections and hard-won social programs from Social Security and Medicare to school lunches and special education, all of which they consider to be quote-unquote unconstitutional socialism. I can't imagine that freedom of speech and of the press aren't also on their chopping block. 
Then I learned on climate and capitalism that 20 million people face imminent death from starvation in the biggest humanitarian crisis since the end of World War II, and that many of them live in Yemen, South Sudan, and Somalia, three countries whose people are banned from entering the United States as refugees, fleeing the combinations of war and drought that have destroyed their access to food. Also, that heat wave frequency is rising twice as fast in poor countries along the equator as in the rich countries that are responsible for climate change. Without open access to the internet and the handful of radio signals penetrating the fog of lies, I would not know any of this. I wouldn't have any idea how far climate change has already gone. Last year, the hottest on record, with catastrophic changes taking place from the Arctic ice to the ocean depths, the top three U.S. news networks spent a total of 11 minutes on climate change. I would also have no idea that people worldwide are protesting, organizing, inventing, and sometimes, as in the case of El Salvador's new ban on metal extraction, winning. I'm not a fear-mongering kind of writer, and I don't mean to monger fear right now. I just want to say this, that we can't take our access to each other's voices, to real information and actual journalism for granted. The repetitive pleas of on-air fundraising drives are tedious. I turn them off myself, but not until I've donated something, whatever I can, to keep independent media alive. We have to support and defend our journalists, whistleblowers, rebel poets, one-room publishing ventures, our shoestring radio stations and community television, and keep knocking down toll booths and guard posts on the information highway. I think about the members of the Chilean resistance who dressed up, rented a hotel room facing a major street in Santiago, hung a huge banner from the windows, and epoxy glued the door as they left, creating a temporary billboard. I think about pamphlets thrown up into the air at sports stadiums so no one could tell where they come from, of pirate radio stations operating from the backs of vans. I think of the encoded songs of the enslaved, giving strength to survive, news of resistance, and instructions for escape. People are very good at getting around censorship, finding underground channels, and passing messages, but it takes energy and skill, persistence and courage, thick webs of relationship, and a kind of defiant joy. All I'm saying is, if, like the people of Chile and Honduras, we wake up one morning to nothing but reruns of Bugs Bunny and Top Chef, and error messages on all our go-to websites, I want us ready and able to innovate ready and able to boost our signals over the static and keep listening.